Hello and welcome into the Desktop GM's Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Anthony Maldonado, joined as always by my two co-hosts, Mr. Taylor Strick and Mr. Brandon Murphy. Taylor, how are you doing tonight? I am well. It is. Uh, it's good to be back. It's we, glad to have some football. We are finally back. And Brandon, how are you doing? Just honestly in awe of all the all the football that happened. I'm just happy to be here for another year. Happy to talk it with you fine gentlemen. Yes, football is finally back. Um, we took a very it was a very long off season. Um, but before we talk about football that just happened, let's go ahead and talk about our draft recap that we had. Uh, a very lovely uh, beach house. And uh, I, I thought it was a really good time, guys. What did what'd y'all think? What was your, your favorite thing of the Beach House draft? Uh, I could, I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, I, I have to say, I know I haven't been, you know, y'all are two you know, founding fathers over here, but in my short time in the draft uh, and drafting at the different houses, I want to, I think... My highest highs and my lowest lows both happened at, uh, <laughs> at at the beach house. Between walking the walking the files five miles back from like the pier or the, uh, the wharf or whatever with a busted sandal, yeah. and then uh, going out to the bar with you guys, and then just having like the first beach house and doing the uh, and doing the draft like relay and stuff. I think I definitely had some of the lowest lows, but. Uh, the highs were some next level ones for sure. I'd have to think pretty hard on some of the past ones that surpassed yeah, either of those. Yeah, I, th- I think it was it was just fully fun, relatively low drama. The bar for the ones that made it that was a blast. Hell, we played blackjack for what two, three hours. Y'all had a really good dealer. At an empty yeah. dealer, He's... it was good. It was a good time. <laughs> um, combine that was awesome. So we can talk more about that. And then I think one of my f- funniest ones is the shitty draft board in non-alphabetical order oh my gosh yes i don't know if i found more humor than everybody else but that was fucking great and i think every sticker bitch should be punished with that every that, year that is a terrible punishment just <laughs> why would you organize a draft board by bye week who goes it's, off I of like bye we- weeks yeah, did we get it out of Ikea or something? I <laughs> no, don't, I, don't and I want to claim innocence. It doesn't say anything about it. That was a decent 4 by 6 Amazon board. Who would have fucking oh. thought they did it retarded? It's it came like, with instructions. It, it just told you that they were in uh, <laughs> bi-week order. Like it and, was a totally normal thing. And then yeah, after you no. found the bi-week of the player, none of it was organized by name. Yeah. It was all just, just scattered. It was... It was a that's the Dewey Decimal System and Matt, wherever the hell that Matt, thing's from. Matt, you did a great job. You you, you yeah. really really did given the circumstances. He better appreciate Jimmy because it could have been well, I guess worse for him and say, then worse for the whole draft. Yeah, I'll and, allow the all hands on deck for that one. Yeah, well, it's just more of an incentive not to get last, Matt. Let's 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 be better. <laughs> Couldn't tell by his drafting though. No, and let's let's get into that. That's a great segue. That's that's a. Great segue, uh, Murph. So, best and and worst, uh, Cody teams um, <laughs> after our draft. Uh, what do y'all have a best team that y'all thought after the draft, Murph? I kind of have a lukewarm take here, so yeah. I don't mind going first because I I thought 
this was the draft where I didn't come out of it and feel like there were like two or three strong teams. And I, I you know, I, I have my own favor for my for my special child of a team, but I think this year it was kind of everybody has holes and some strengths, but I know there were a couple teams that had some of my uh, my targets, and like I liked the way that they put them together. Um, Henson, for one, I, I gotta I gotta give him I gotta give him some props at least because I liked the uh, both of his number two like his number two RB and number two wide receivers. I think that's what they are. I have to check again, but Lockett at the number two or number three wide receiver, and then Gibbs at the number two like his running backs. Both of them have like high upside, but could also bust with uh, ETN. But ETN looked good, and Gibbs looked good. Just didn't get all the work. Yeah. He, so I really liked that draft, and then of course he had my ba- my sweet baby angel Zay Flowers. So, so. Yeah. He wasn't just yours. I was. I, I wanted <laughs> Zay Flowers too, but that did not happen. No, uh, Henson yeah. just ran into some bad luck, and we'll we'll get to it a little later. But Cooper yeah. Cup and I had one more on the IR. Uh, that's a, that's mention. a tough blow. Go for it, Murph. Yeah. Uh, Big Josh, like I really, I uh, really enjoyed Big Josh's draft. But I think I've, that's kind of been a a trend these last couple years, and I don't know if that's worked out well for him or bad for him. So I don't know, I don't know how that works. But of course, like Jefferson, I mean, you can't go wrong there. But I really liked the pairing of Jefferson and Olave, and I know he was really going back and forth on those guys. And then uh, Dotson, I really like like those three receivers. I thought they were gonna do they were gonna do really great there, and uh, yeah, and. Even that uh, Rashad White, he was kind of one of my one of my like late round like man crushes. So I liked him too, and I don't know if he's keeping Bigsby or not, but he's he's also got one of those guys that with the right set of circumstances, he's backing up ATN. He could be a easy plug and play. Yeah, and at one point before week one, Big Josh had like five extra four or five extra bench spots because he let go of his tight end. And he was looking for a streaming option, and at one point he had like three extra players that he had to get rid of. I was just watching him, <laughs> yeah, waiting to see which ones were going to draw. I was waiting for Brown, which it is how it's he a, turns out. But, but it ended up being Michael Thomas. Thomas. Yes, yeah. it's yeah. a nerve-wracking we'll like strategy. Not drafting, like having those extra players. You love them so much after the draft, and I'm like, who, who do I want to let go of? I dropped Zay Flowers in a league with uh, short benches like this, and. Oof. Uh, it was yeah. It was. It's a ten-team league, so there were there were better players, ask, but yeah. still, it hurt. It yeah. hurt. Taylor, did you have a favorite team? Um, I obviously didn't read the outline. So as far as favorites, thanks for being prepared. Uh, Appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. I didn't read enough. But beyond right, that, right. I kind of like kind of like Murph said. I mean, it's even at the draft. It was other than probably one team. Um, all the other teams are pretty damn, pretty damn close, and it's it's very competitive, and it gets more competitive every year. So that's yeah. a good job, guys. Okay, well, great, great half-assed answer. Um, I'm gonna go. <laughs> ironically, the three teams that I was gonna talk about as my favorites all lost in the first week. So that didn't. I just the, I the draft. The draft just uh, you know that's just kind of how it falls. But I thought, and and stick with me on this one, fellas. I thought little Dan had one of the uh, best drafts. Speak on it. He he took Nick Chubb in the first round, um, A.J. Brown in the second. He started Nick Chubb, A.J. Brown. That's a sick start. He had Garrett Wilson as his keeper. Or not, yeah, and, uh, and then he has Brees Hall, who looked great on Monday night. 
Justin Fields, who was primed to be the breakout quarterback of the year. Um, George Kittle, meh. DeAndre Swift took a chance on that. But then he has A-Chain, Ayuk, and Burks as breakouts on his bench. I thought his team actually turned out really well. And then in the first week, it did, it did, not, it did not pan out. Yeah. I'll agree on the draft the board. Guy. Yeah, looking at it, damn, it's actually – they're solid. Um, yeah, and then, I – I didn't get far enough down. I, I I feel bad for not giving little Dan his props there. I loved. I did love his team at the draft, and I I feel so bad now. I hope Reese Hall and Garrett Wilson work out because I have a yeah. I have a little Garrett Wilson myself. Yeah, so that's we'll rough. See how it goes. Uh, the next one, okay, and I was wrong. The next one, this person, this one did win, and it was Matt. Shit. And it's because I he was basically losing the whole week. Um, but his draft, he's got Hurts at quarterback. Pollard and Ken Walker at running back, and then CeeDee Lamb, Keenan Allen at, at wide receiver, um, and James Conner in a flex, Mostert on the bench. I, I just thought he actually did really well in his draft um, with, some, with some decent players to start in a, in a you know halfway decent bench if, if Pickens ends up being something, even though it didn't look like it last week. But um, I thought he actually came out with a good draft. And then the last one was Chase. Chase had Keenan Al- or Josh <laughs> Allen as his keeper. Poor Chase. Um, he had Joe Mixon and J.K. Dobbins as his running backs, which before the season started oh looked great. Uh, Jamar Chase at wide receiver, Goddard at tight end, David Montgomery in the flex. Um, you know, and Jerry Judy on the bench. I, you know, I, I thought he, I thought he looked okay. Chases our New York Jets. God, that's there's crazy. no way it could get that it would happen like that, but it happened like that to him again. But, and it's the God. second time since in the league, second because he wasn't in the league last year. Second no, year in a row the year. that he's taken Dobbins and he's gone out in the first game of the year. At least this year he got some points off of him, but still, um, oh. that's rough. Okay, let's transition to worst teams drafted. Um, so, guys, why don't you tell me the worst team drafted and why was it Cody? <laughs> I'll start this one because uh, I think it's, Thank you. at least in my opinion, straightforward. It's 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 clearly the running backs. I mean, what is that? Sis, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. It took till the seventh round for him to get a running back that would actually play week one. Um, he grabbed Kamara in the third, who's, what, four weeks out? Three weeks three weeks so uh starting running back is brian robinson and then rashad penny who actually didn't even play week one so but fuck me right he still wins his week but fantasy football (laughs) apparently all you need is tyreek hill because you don't even need travis kelsey i i I don't i don't get it so um Yeah, it's it's one of those head scratchers where you think well that's that's almost an easy victory and it's not so, fantasy football. Anybody else stick out to you? Like, I, I agree with, with what Murph said at the beginning. Very balanced league throughout. You know, it was just at the draft. You look at Cody's draft because of the zero running backs, basically. Um, but it apparently works. Yeah, I, I just, like I said, everybody's kind of got, I mean, everybody had, like, a couple draft picks where I was like, eh, you know, but, 
I mean, like everybody's everybody's got a solid team. There are a few weaknesses, but there's no real like holes in a lot of the teams. I mean, even even Cody with all the running backs, like Tyreek Hill might just you know he's he's our he's wide receiver one and two. Yeah, he's he's going to carry him. Um, all right, well let's go on to uh, obviously the highlight of the draft this year was our draft order combine. Um, definitely a first. I don't ooh, think ooh, it'll ooh. be a last. Even as uh, even as the fat guy that complained about everything the entire weekend for it. Um, it 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 turned out to be pretty fun. Um, you bitches fought me so hard on the bat spin, and that was the best damn activity of the whole combine. Oh, bat so. spin was the worst. My one complaint is Charlie. Charlie set such a high bar for bat spin shenanigans. That was everybody else, you know. But I, I think everybody else kind of knocked it out. But that, maybe this because we're seasoned trunks. Yeah, I think the three falls. It was Charlie. I think myself and. Then coach Jimmy. Yeah. So, no, didn't Henson counted. fall? Or did he not? Uh, I don't remember. I know he ran towards the house. Oh, maybe. I've got all the videos, so anybody wants your videos, uh, I can send them. Yeah, no, t- Charlie's was the best because he juked that trash can <laughs> like it was coming to tackle. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was like, a legit. He, he, he stutter-stepped and juked out of the way. Um, it was It was fantastic. Um, definitely fun, and I think definitely something we're going to end up doing in the future. Can, um, can we be at least pondering more games for? Yes, and I have one. Can we at least agree that it was it was it, pretty random, random enough for yeah to not to to calm anybody's fears. And I think over I, the week, over the beginning of the weekend, we can put together the right amount of events and get a get a good thing going. I'm excited for how they change based on the draft house. Yes. Well, and I think uh, it's very important to just point out that I beat Taylor. So there's that. Let's not put out. <laughs> let's not point out who beat anybody. Okay, I'd rather not. <laughs> Did I beat you too? I, I mean, I think I might I have remember. only beat one person, if that. Oh, cool. oh yeah, awesome. you're behind me. I, so pro- I beat both of you. So I'm I'm the best uh, combine performer of the podcast. Um, that feels pretty good to say. Yeah. Yeah. We get we all get these little. This is why we do this podcast so we can yeah. have these little uh, participation trophies. I, I will say, I think a fun one would be if anybody knows anyone with a uh, mechanical bull that they'd be willing to just bring along with them. We could add the mechanical bull to it. I would be terrible, but it would be a I lot feel, of fun. I, think I feel like Chase knows somebody ones. with a barrel and a garage door spring. Yeah, it sounds like something he would know. Put a pen in that, Anthony. Like uh, it. All right, I'll write it down somewhere. Um, all right, and then we, as we were, or as I was driving home from the draft house, I got a, a couple of uh, text messages for draft house locations next year. And uh, without getting too far into it, because we have a long time, both those houses looked amazing. And the location right. is great if we switch it up from beach to, to river. So, well, let me be clear. Neither of those are really river, and the – being at the beach this year, nobody actually using the beach. It was more of an eye opener, which is kind of every year. We more or less just need a house with a pool because we don't do much other than maybe golfing. Um, both well, of those houses, the lake ones with boat houses, we've used and piers we've used, but yeah, pool yeah. is just the most it used thing. Yeah, and if it's the if it's deeper water, we didn't do much with. Saying, let me yell at my fucking dog in a second. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree. The pool is, is definitely a must-have, I think, for our crew. 
maybe it's just the privacy of the pool. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I, I think we were all kind of saying if this house had a pool and was on the beach, it would be awesome. But that would kind of yeah. defeat the purpose. That. The, the, the two that were found, it's one's more Austin, one's more Houstonish, but just giant houses with pools, and I think that's just prime for what we need. Yes. Yep. I, uh, the more, I'm, I'm more down with, like, the amenities at this point, and and that's, like, I, I want, like, if we can find another more places with, like, pool tables or Yeah, that, pools, that one, that like one that. mat sent from, I guess, was that Hill Country area? That that one looked amazing it had the pool the pool table and then it had like the theater whatever yeah, room where say, everybody like could sit and eat room, it, media yeah. room it had like a like a theater type room but it'd be a perfect spot to do the draft yeah. um so anyway just wanted to bring yeah. those up all right I'm, gentlemen I'm should just pools or pools and uh and rivers or lakes that are like usable water that's that's kind of the note i had too so yeah all right, are we ready to talk football? We're only I, 17 minutes into this thing. Let's go ahead and talk football. I'm down to do that. All right, That's well, we had, uh, we had some actual football this weekend. So um, before we get into the fantasy matchups, anything stick out to y'all NFL-wise? I mean, obviously Aaron Rodgers going down after four offensive snaps. Um, How many freaking upsets do we have? Chiefs down, Bengals down, Bills down, Bills down. Like there was, there was all of the top teams of last year took a big L. So that was that was super surprising. Weirdly, the Chiefs going down wasn't even the biggest surprise. The Bills going down after the huge thing to Aaron Rodgers was, or the huge injury to Aaron Rodgers was like, that was I can't believe they let that one go. But if I, I mean, one thing is, and, the, and my quarterback included, like all the high money quarterbacks just kind of coming up short. Yeah. Joe Burrow getting paid on Thursday, like trying to take over the news uh, on Thursday night, and I mean, I think he had like single digit yardage in the first half, or pretty deep into the first half, and Josh Allen looked like you know twenty eighteen Josh Allen. It was uh, it was something to behold. It was I'm a rough back. first week for quarterbacks, and I don't think that it's going to repeat going forward. Yeah. Um, did did y'all notice how kind of boring the first half of the first set of games was? Yeah, I think it was first only, set of games was boring. Period. Yeah, I, I think it was like. only Jefferson, which I didn't even see it come across like the ticker, but apparently had like 140 yards in the first half. But other than that, it was just terrible. Nobody yeah, was scoring. I didn't uh, – wasn't that – I was I was actually out watching the Ravens game, and I was like, this is I'm, – I'm out with people, and I still can't pay attention to this game. And none, it didn't seem like any of the game – well, I was – there was a big group of 49er fans, and they were loving whooping the Steelers, so I was I was enjoying that. Like second – it was like secondhand, you know, enjoyment. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, not much to cheer about when you're a Texans fan these days. Just – Hope the rookie stays healthy, I guess, is the only thing we can hope for. Oh, man, I thought Stroud looked pretty he did good. No, pretty no interceptions, good. right? I, don't I think mean, yeah, taking care of the ball, and he was not exactly, like, not under duress. Yeah. With y'all's O-line looking the way it did. Yeah, it's in shambles right now. Um, yeah, it's it's a All right, well, let's jump, into, let's jump into fantasy recap. So, first matchup we're going to talk about was Henson's Carpet Stains 
taking down Murphy's Law, 120 to 96. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and take this one, Murph. It was, it was a rough yeah, outing right. for you. Um, Henson had good games from Trevor Lawrence. You know, decent, 18 points from Lawrence. A good game from ETN, almost 19 points. And uh, and then it, of course the kicker coming through with 17 points. And Dallas's defense on Sunday night just, I mean, it made New York Giants look like a college team, uh, putting up 40 points in fantasy. Um, and that was with Zay Flowers on the bench and Drake London in his lineup scoring zero points, getting zero receptions. Um there were a lot of zeros this week in comparison to, to the rest of the year, I'm sure. But, um, yeah, London with zero and Lockett with two. And Henson was still able to put up 120 points because of Dallas's defense. I think that's the highest defensive score I can remember. I remember high 30s, but I don't know if I've seen a 40. That's, that's, a, that's the highest one I can remember in a long time. There was I think a year I heard, the Bears averaged 22, I think. Yeah, and, and I think, like, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be able to know when the highest one was. But 40 points? I mean, you're talking about him scoring only 80 without the defense. That's it was crazy. at, like, 20-something before half. It was, like, 20-something yeah. in, like, the second quarter. And, I mean, going into that game, you have to be feeling good, Murph. I I wasn't feeling bad. <laughs> 40 points. I was so feeling okay. Murph, Murph had – I uh, lost all my sleeper game. I have four leagues in sleeper. I lost them all. Jesus. Yeah, and, and that was – I mean, you had to watch Stephon Diggs have a good game on Monday night only just to not even come up anywhere close. I, I fell asleep. Yeah. Well, I, I was like, you. nope. But, I mean, you, you didn't really have a bad game from – Anybody in particular? I mean, Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Lamar. Lamar Jackson is the big one. Lamar He's scoring eight or seven and a half points. Um, Sweet baby, that Texans defense got him scared. But uh, it's preseason <laughs> for him, okay? It's preseason. Will, Will Anderson, right? Um, G- Yo, another dude. He yeah, looks great. He looks really good. Uh, no, but Aaron Jones was the highest scoring running back of the week, wasn't he? Uh, yeah. So yeah, yeah that, I, I did like that. He he tempered he tempered some of the some of the hurt from Javante Williams getting all the the points with the Rams. Yeah, I still I'm still holding out hope though. Cam Akers is the truth. Yes, well, you can you can hope. I know I've, you're hoping. I've got his backup. But. So, uh, Devontae Adams only putting up nine and a half. Uh, Darren Waller in his first disappointing game. Of course, that was against apparently the greatest defense of all time. So we'll see what he's like next week. Um, and hey, James Daniel Cook, Jones look real bad. James Cook had a good game as far as, um, you know, there's things to be proud about over here. Yeah, you know, things are going to be looking up. Nobody's hanging their head on the plane ride home. Nobody's hanging their head. But not really anything you could have done against def- you know Dallas's 40 points. Um, you have Cortland Sutton on the bench getting 11 points, but nothing, nothing that would have made the the swing for you. Um, all right, well, let's move on to the next one. My Little Tony taking down Masturbators, 115 to 78. Um, this was Josh coming out strong. He's, he's been playing. He's been playing really good these past couple of years. He hasn't been the joke that he was in the beginning. Um, he has the highest quarterback in Tua 
wasn't yes highest quarterback in Tua for the week. Oh yeah. Um, even with a dud from Najee, and a so-so game from Ramondre, um, Jefferson, you know, does what he's supposed to do. Olave did what he was supposed to do, and he got decent points from his kicker and his defense. Um, nobody on the bench, uh, sh- you know, would have been any better for him. So Josh played a really good game, and on the other side. Chase was bit by the quarterbacks. Josh Allen only putting up 12. He looked – he didn't look good. Um, and Joe Mixon with only eight points. Just the Bengals in general didn't look good in that game. And then, of course, we talk about Dobbins. Chase, I feel for you, man. If I had Gus Edwards – I texted him. I said, if I had Gus Edwards, I'd trade him to you because um, that's what happened two years ago. But – uh <laughs> He, he was not a fan of, of that text message. Um, Jamar Chase only scoring six points. Christian Kirk only a one point. And Dallas Goddard putting up the goose egg. Um, so, yeah, just a bad bad performance from Chase. I think he scored the second to – he was almost the lowest in the week. I think second Drew – Second to lowest. Second yeah. to lowest, yeah. Drew Drew was, was lower. But um, – yeah, bad bad performance from Chase. Not feeling too good. What do y'all have for this one? Any takeaways? Man, looking at Chase's team now, especially after that performance, can I change my worst my worst draft pick? It's funny after one week. After I'm one so week. I feel so bad. I mean, I mean, it's not even the Dobbins injury really. I feel bad because that is a like he could have been. It looked like they were going to give him a lot of a lot of work. But Kirk, like Kirk's not – it doesn't look like he's – I mean, Zay Jones was getting a lot of work with the Jags. ATN is like a big part cool. of the game. Yeah, and then – I mean, I, I Goddard was like my guy behind Waller or around Waller if I didn't get him that I was looking at. So I'm hoping something happens there. But it's tough. I don't see a lot of light at the end of the tunnel for Chase again. This is – Well, if, if I may, Josh Allen is not – like I, like we said, the quarterbacks aren't going to perform as, as poorly as they did this week. So Josh Allen will probably go back up to the 20, 25-point range. Jamar Chase is not going to have six points every week. So you've yeah, got those two studs. Goddard will obviously get his. Like Tight ends were terrible this week in general without Mark Andrews and Travis Kelsey. Yeah. So, you know, Goddard will be fine. And he's got Jerry Judy on the bench when he comes back. He could, he could yeah, slot Russell in there Wilson? for for Kirk. Okay, feel well, he could feel like Russell. you're reaching, bro. I'm trying I, to give look, him something to, you know, let's say, cling on to hope for. Let's say Chase is 15 points more than what he did, and Allen's, you know, 15, 30 more points. He's still going. He still loses to Josh. I don't know. It's a tough. It's tough. I feel bad. I feel bad saying that about my man Chase. This draft is after Dobbins' injury. Whoo! Yeah, whew. it's a rough do, one. Do y'all were on Josh's side? Because didn't he draft the two quarterbacks? Was two his second quarterback? Uh, did, did he, he draft two first? quarterbacks? Let me go back. I, I thought I had him at two. I thought it was Henson. Who drafted two quarterbacks in this league? I thought it was Henson that drafted two quarterbacks. Second score was two. Henson, I commended your draft, bro. Damn it, go back. 
Hold on. We're going to find that. Okay, I got yeah. the draft up. No. Uh, no, so he took, Henson had Tua. Yes, he dropped there it. There it is. And Josh went. Josh, so Josh had Josh Go- had golf. Well fucking play, Josh. And he dropped golf and picked up Tua. That was a good play. Kudos. Hats off on that one, Josh. Wilson. Yeah, very good. All right. Way to fucking Josh go, Henson. Uh, let's move on to Hard R taking down Lil Dan. 111 to 88. Uh... This one was wild. Not as not the wildest. We're we're gonna get to the wildest. But um just as poorly as we thought Cody had drafted, you have obviously Deshaun Watson actually had a good game compared to some of the other quarterbacks. It was the it's it's the ugliest good fantasy game. It's so gross. It's it's like ugh, it's disgusting. It's pretty bad. And and that's after Cody making a pretty rookie mistake and dropping Michael Pittman <laughs> to pick up a backup tight end instead of just moving Travis Kelsey into his we'll, IR spot. We'll get to that with the waivers. That's fine, but I'm just I had to call that out. <laughs> so anyway, he didn't have Kelsey and he only had three players put up or in his defense, four players put up double digits. But Tyreek Hill you know, 11 receptions for 215 yards and two touchdowns. I mean, that's just oh, good. that that's just ridiculous. So it didn't matter that he didn't have a running back, and and Brian Robinson actually, you know, was pretty good. Not efficient, but 59 yards and a touchdown. Just it's not bad. So as much as we we were dogging on Cody's draft, you know, Tyreek Hill got him the win this week. Um, on the other side, like I was talking about, Lil Dan's team, uh, Justin Fields didn't have the game that we thought he was going to have. His two running backs did well, Chubb and, and Hall, um, almost 15 points apiece. His two wide receivers, eh, they underperformed a little, but still were over double digits. We got another basic goose egg from DeAndre Swift, who only got one carry for three yards. And and the Niners defense putting up 13. So Lil Dan had Brandon Ayuk on the bench, scored 29 oh, points. That one's that one's painful. It's good um, looking forward, but it hurts right now. Yeah. All right, what do y'all got for these two? I mean, it, I, I I I go back and say I like Dan's draft. I like I like DeAndre Swift. I think yeah, that that was wild him getting basically a zero. A horrible week for the tight ends. Just, like, horrible. All around. I, I think, I forget even who the top tight end was, but I think they were under 10 points. So, just gross. Yeah, well, the top tight end was definitely not rostered on any of our rosters. Um, I can't even remember who it was. That's how ridiculous that position is. But, yeah, just bad luck for Dan. I think he'll have much better games ahead of him. Um, Garrett Wilson losing Aaron Rodgers is really painful. That makes his keeper pick in the what was he in a third round pick that looked like a complete steal. Okay, go to like uh, it's not really that good a value anymore. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I mean, I still think he's going to be. I mean, 
that catch alone, I mean, he turned an interception into a touchdown. So that that was a pretty sick. Grab <laughs> I have the zone. tight end numbers here on Sleeper. I, I really like how they do this. So there were there were two tight Hunter uh, Hunter Henry uh, and yep. Hayden Hurst. Hunter Henry had the uh, 14 points with a touchdown and five for 55, and then uh, Hayden Hurst had the touchdown for five for 41. But then Parnum from the uh, Chargers, Parham. Bell, Barham, Parham, yeah. Yeah, Harrison Bryant, a bunch of sevens, eights, and nines. Just gross. Of, yeah. those, top, of those top five, how many are rostered? Uh... <laughs> There's one of the top five, <laughs> Hawkinson by Charlie. Oh my gosh! And then six, Harrison Bryant. No, and then Denson has Ingram. Nobody has Komet. Uh, Corbin has uh, uh, Fryermuth. Nobody has Musgrave, and then so Higby. Is that th- uh, three Josh. of the three of the top ten. One, two. So one, two, three. Three of the top oh, twelve. That's Jesus. that's disgusting. <laughs> Yeesh. Yep. yep, Kyle Pitts was the truth. Um, all right, well let's let's go ahead and move that into the next matchup, which is gonna be Dad Chokes taking down out the ass. One oh eight to sixty nine. I didn't he didn't even break seventy points. Sixty nine. Um, I thought this was gonna be a lot closer. Um, obviously, I'll start with uh, with my team. Um, Mahomes, it's average, bad day, average. McCaffrey is McCaffrey. Um, Madison saved McCaffrey his day with a touchdown. McCaffrey, McCaffrey is. What are the kids saying these days? He is. He is him. Is that I'm, Himothy? I'm, I'm I'm hip. I'm with it. Anyway, no cap. Had <laughs> it. Um, Madison saved his day with a touchdown. Uh, Kyle Pitts, garbage. Calvin Ridley, yes, I believed, and it came true. Uh, 101 Sweet yards and a touchdown. Buddy. Oh, I, I, but still, he looked. Did you see him out there? He looked phenomenal. Oh. Um, I know it was against the the Colts, but I still I have a lot of hope. Um, can, I, can I pause you? I just noticed Higgins yep. had eight targets, eight and no catches, eight targets, zero catches. I was listening Look to a podcast. Stat line. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to it. Yeah, I was it's, listening to a podcast uh, saying you couldn't even do that if you tried. Throw the ball to to someone eight times and then not catch it at all. Um, I wish I'd have seen that game because the only thing I've seen from it is Miles Garrett doing the yeah. crossover euro step right between two linemen, like like they couldn't touch him with their hands. It was impressive. It, this was a really ugly game. Like, the weather was really bad. Um, both teams were, were playing pretty bad. Uh, Cleveland figured it out in the second half. But it was so bad, Joe Burrow was benched in the fourth quarter. Like, just Joe Burrow. Not not any of the other starters. They just were like, Burrow, sit down. We don't want you to get hurt. Because they just I, I paid think, him, a, you know, king's ransom. Yeah, I think Garrett got him again. And they, yeah. they sacked him again, and they were like, all right, that's, yeah, we're just that's enough of that. But, yeah, so I I had a lot of, even though this wasn't my best game, um, to win and have two players, you know, my wide receivers combined for .5 points, not including Ridley, just my, my starting wide receivers. Um, I honestly thought Kadarius Tony would be a good play on Thursday night. 
Um, I told myself the whole targets. week. I told myself the whole week. I said, if if, uh, if Christian Watson doesn't practice on Thursday, then I'm going to put Tony in because I'll get some Thursday night action and maybe I'll get the stack with Mahomes. That was a gross, gross performance by yeah, Kadarius Thursday Tony. was great. It was – oh, I was having a grand old time. But to still come out on top uh, with basically two zeros feels pretty good. We're going to go over to – Drew's side here, and of course the stinker is Joe Burrow. 14 for 31, only 82 yards, and I guess he was sacked for negative one yard, or he carried the ball for minus one yard. Uh, Derrick Henry, I mean, they gave him the ball towards the end, but it was not your typical Derrick Henry game. The backup had more touches. I don't like that. Yeah. He used to be able to count. That's and true. the game wasn't out of hand. Like, no. it was close the whole time. He got less than 20 carries. Yeah, I mean, we're... he used to count on Derrick Henry 20 carries. But somebody was talking today, they were like, Derrick Henry also hasn't had a good backup in a long, long time. Yeah, and Tajay Spears does look pretty good. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we'll see if that keeps going. I mean, it's still respectable 13 points. Um, Isaiah Pacheco on Thursday night, only seven and a half. Um, they actually started Clyde Edwards-Alaire, um, but Pacheco ended up getting more of the work. Um, yeah, I think they're just easing him in because of his injury in the, in the preseason. Like yeah. Um, of course, his stud, um, Amon Ra St. Brown, on Thursday night, he you know, basically after Thursday night, I think Drew and I were tied, and it was because of Amon Ra putting up 16 points and Pacheco, and then, of course, Tony laying a, a – almost zero, but um, St. Brown and and Metcalf had decent numbers at wide receiver. Uh, Tight ends suck all around. Mike Williams, that was really a surprising game for his high scoring. I know he went out with an injury at one point, um, but still you'd you'd expect more from Mike Williams. And then uh, Graham Gano, at this point in the night, the game, like our matchup is essentially over. I think I was already up by you know, 30-something points, and all he had left was a kicker. But then I'm watching the Sunday night game and watching Graham Gano miss two field goals and go negative two points. So uh, Drew would have broke 70 if not for his kicker. Most important position in the league, gentlemen. At that point in the night, it was for the bit. (laughs) Yeah. What was that, Taylor? I said wild card, bitches. Wild card. (laughs) Just with our with our kickers alone, it was a fifteen point swing. <laughs> anyway, Anthony loves those kickers. He always them. says so. I love them. Uh, looking at the benches, nothing really. Uh, Javante Williams had an okay game. I think they're just going to work him in slowly. Um, and then Jordan Addison on my bench. I'm really excited that about looks, that one. Yeah, that looks good well, going forward. On a note about the dude had eighteen carries. He's clearly the lead. I don't even think it's slowly. He just didn't do the most. Just not, yeah. It's, it yeah. was Denver, yeah, uh, unfortunately. Dead. All right, uh, let's go to probably the funniest matchup of the week. Uh, Repent Offenders taking down Futt Buckerson 93.26 to 93.22. Somehow, Charlie won by point. Zero four points, gentlemen. I, we can't make. We can't let him do this again. 
We can't. No, I, I don't think it's going to happen. Look he at this won't. team. Come on. Let's let's dive into it. So Charlie, he's starting Kirk Cousins. Lord only knows why. Austin Eckler, his first round pick, does things, but now he's he's questionable with what is it a uh, is it a hamstring or is it a, a calf or is something? Is it a calf? Maybe? I don't remember. Yeah, something like that. I um, don't want to. I didn't think it was a hamstring. I thought it was something. And he ankle. I thought he finished the game too. Yeah, yeah. He he finished it. It was with an ankle. But I think him and Joshua Kelly split carries like completely throughout the game. They're yeah, both Kelly's 50, the main guy. So that's interesting. Um, AJ Dillon, garbage. Um, Devonta Smith, decent game for him. DJ Moore, garbage. Hawkinson, the one tight end that made the top ten. Um, yeah. So good for him on that one. Or no, the one that made the top five. Whatever. They're uh, all. Yeah, TJ Hawkinson at seven point five was top <laughs> five. Seven and a half. Yeah. Seven and yeah. a half. That's insane. Um, Corbin just missed out with six point eight from Fryermuth. Yeah, <laughs> Char- Charlie did not have anybody that like stood out aside from Austin Eckler. You know, like Devonta Smith, you could almost expect him to get a little bit more, but obviously it was just Eckler. On the other side, Herbert, I think, underscored with only twenty one in a shootout against Miami, and that's just because they ran the ball the whole game. I mean Eckler and Kelly. It was it was running the whole game and running into the end zone too. Uh, so only you know 228 yards passing, and then he had a rushing touchdown, which helped big time. Well, and we could, I I feel like Bijan could have had a much bigger game. Samuel Debo's probably going to have better games he in the will. future. I don't think Ayuk's going to be that dude every time. Hopefully Jacobs will get better production. Um, he got, I think I heard somewhere, he got 99% of the running back touches. Like, the, he got 19 that. carries. He got I 19 carries. I, 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 don't, I don't either. Uh, but he got all the work. So, Jacobs will have better games. Um, I, Mike Evans had a, had a good game against Minnesota. Baker actually found him for a touchdown. I just feel a lot better about Corbin's team going forward here. Yeah. And I so but but you know when Chuck Nasty has a team that nobody <laughs> believes in bad things happen. That's so. that's when he does his damage. I don't like it. I don't like it. Anyway. But seeing Dylan as an RB2, like that's that's why we're all shitting on his team. Yeah, he has nobody yeah, he else. He has no well, better options it's, beyond that. It's because of John, like honestly, if Jonathan Taylor didn't have the both of his twos are horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. DJ Moore is a bad two. <laughs> DJ Moore, woo! But love having that number one receiver. I, I mean, I can't even offense. if 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 Jonathan Taylor didn't have contract issues or health issues and wasn't on the IR or the pup and was actually playing, him and Eckler make a pretty good one-two punch. So he but has then the rest Taylor of the team, the I'm kind of like, well, I can't really talk up the rest of the team. <laughs> I don't believe in Godwin or the Tampa Bay offense. I don't believe in DJ Moore because, for fantasy, he's garbage. So, so it's literally just Eckler, Taylor, and Smith. And while he doesn't have Taylor, I just don't see his team doing much else. Except win Corbin. by .04 points. <laughs> I think that's probably the closest one we've had. We've had tenths, but out of four thousandths or four hundredths, I don't, I don't that, think we've had one that time. That sucks. <laughs> like, 
Who do the Texans play next week? Oh, hell if I know. Is it Colts? Yeah, the Colts. You're yeah, right. The Colts. It's the Colts. I was going to ask, I wonder, do you think Corbin plays Tyler Algier and Bijan, or he starts Pierce? Honestly, it's not a bad idea until Bijan fully takes over that backfield. And well, with Arthur Smith, who Arthur knows Smith's if it happens. Play it. He's yeah. probably going to save Cordero Patterson, and then right when playoff time and fantasy comes around, it's going to be a three-headed monster. Oh, it's going to be God. beautiful. Oh, that that whole offense just terrifies me. Um, Arthur Smith hates fantasy. He, he like does. burns an effigy every night, like a <laughs> fantasy, like it's Matthew Barry one night, and then all the other fantasy gurus. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to our last matchup of last week. This is the lowest scoring winning matchup uh, and it was Commissioner's Pet taking down the Strictator oh we got a jet like flying a overhead it's like a it's like this the is, uh, what do you live right next to an airport jeez anyway uh, Commissioner's Pet taking down Strictator 85 to 84 85.2 to 84.9 very very close games um, let's run down these, these teams here so Matt has Jalen Hurts with a bad game, only 12.5 points. Uh, Tony Pollard looks like he should have easily been a first-round pick, and he was in our league. Um, Ken Walker with an okay game. But he got all most of the touches. He got, he got most of the – yeah, he did get most of the work. He just didn't do much with it. So you got to wonder how long they're going to keep that with Charbonnet sitting back there. I don't think Pete Carroll trusts Charbonnet yet. That's what we said about Walker he, dude, last year, and then coaches, he took over. Those old coaches that, 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 hate that fumbling the ball. That was an injury. Oh, that was an and injury. I think Chardonnay yeah. got a, lost a, lost like a, a fumble or two in the preseason. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll see. Um, CeeDee Lamb, not a good game, but that's because it didn't really have to be in that game. Um, Keenan Allen with a, a decent performance, 11 points. Tight ends suck. Uh, James Conner. It's really the only player you want to play on the Cardinals, um, and he just wasn't wasn't that great. Less than ten points. I mean, He's Matt, a touchdown guy. Matt had score touchdowns. Three players score double digits, and one of them was his quarterback. So, not a great performance. He had Mostert on the bench with twelve. That would have helped. Speaking of the bench, we move over to Taylor's team. So we had. Anthony Richardson, great first game. I will say I was not a true believer in Anthony Richardson. I knew he would be pretty good for fantasy. I didn't think this game was going to be that good. He threw it pretty well in that game, and I don't think anybody was expecting it. And um, he ran it like I wanted him and he, to. And he ran it 10 times for 40 yards and a touchdown. That's, and he would have had a second touchdown if he wouldn't have come out of the game after taking that really big hit. I oh, think yeah. I think he would have they would have called his number and he would have run in another touchdown. And that would have been my victory. Yes. And you would have won, yeah. Um Thanks. but Saquon, just Dallas defense. Miles Sanders, that was not bad. Um I guess you, you probably expect a lot more from Miles Sanders. The Carolina team couldn't do anything against Atlanta. Yeah. That's not good. It's just yeah, it's just kinda scary. Yeah, that's going forward. Uh Waddle with a, a average game, um, you expect that to to get better, though. You know, when Tyreek Hill has thirty nine points, yeah. I mean that's not always going to happen. So um, it was 
he had the hot hand. It was like, yeah. you know, you get the hot shooter of the ball and just give it to him until they miss. And Hill was making crazy catches. Yeah. Um, Amari Cooper with a bad game. Tight end suck. McLaurin with a bad game. Uh, so Taylor only had two players score double digits. One of them was his quarterback. The other was his defense. So that's got to make you feel confident, huh, Taylor? Hey, uh, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> my internet went down. So, yes, I assume you're just talking mad shit. Yes, I am. Yes. Uh, and I, I, it, I was also, you know, I, I got a text from Taylor earlier in the week saying, I don't know who to put in my flex. And I just reminded him, don't worry. No matter who you put in your flex, it will be wrong. And I was correct. Uh, Murphy's Law. It, yeah. So he he was debating between McLaurin, Herbert, or Pittman. If he would have put in Herbert or Pittman, uh, you would have won. And you put in the wrong one. So like yeah, I said, no matter what you pick, it was going to be wrong. So congratulations. So, yes. This. yeah, you Yes. If you said something correct, it was that statement right yeah. there in the text. Is, yeah. No matter what you pick, it'll be wrong. Yes. 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 Um, at least you didn't play Deontay. But, That's like I texted you that night, it came down to that Monday night game with the Bills-Jets. Yes. And, fuck, I was, what, two points down, and I just needed some more points from the Jets. And then I was like, ooh, there's a score right here. And I actually logged into Sleeper. I looked at the defensive score, and I'm like, okay, I need him to lose two points with a score. Logged in, I was like, fuck, he can lose one point. They're going to get the touchdown. It's not going to mean shit. They got that little what, punt return. There was a punt return for Ran a touchdown. Ran it back at the touch. Yeah. Touchdown. God, and, and I and texted he, Matthew. And he won by hey, less than a point. Oh. And I called it. I texted him <laughs> right before it happened. I was like, watch. This is going to be a touchdown. I'm going to lose by point three. And then, boom. Not even three minutes later. So. I do have that I do exasperation have proof of that, was so pure. <laughs> I I have proof of that in a text message chain, so that's fantastic. Yeah, um, ah, yeah, that's rough, that's man. Good stuff. So anyway, let's look at the standings after one week. Um, we've got Henson in first place. Obviously, this is just because of points. Um, Henson, Josh, Cody, myself, and Charlie are the and uh, Matt. Sorry, Charlie and Matt are the six teams that won last week. Murph, Corbin, Dan, Taylor, Chase, and Drew, all in the loser bracket. Uh, Drew at the very bottom, only scoring 69 points. All right. So we're going to move on to next week's matchups. But before that, we have to uh, we have to tell you a little bit about our sponsor for the episode. Um, oh, I'm so excited for this one. First this one is in a yeah. New year. This one, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, it's, 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 it touches my heart a little bit. So, um, this one was sent to me. Let me read this. <sighs> hey, Fatso, are you looking to get in shape? Do you have a pointless, ridiculous race coming up that you need to train for? Do you want to train for that race while smelling cigarette smoke and being yelled at by the ghost of your 1980s gym coach? Then you need to call Jimmy. Jimmy's patented training regimen will have you giving your all every wh- at every whistle as your time shrinks each time he clicks his stopwatch. As someone who went through his training program and was out of breath after the first run, I can tell you from experience, Jimmy will push you to your limits to ensure you're the best cup-flipping, washer-tossing, and bag-throwing champ around. And this year, 
uh, brand new, Jimmy will teach you his secret to spinning on a bat and running the 40-yard dash. Here's a hint. It tastes like menthol and should never leave your mouth. So, when the stakes are as high as Jimmy's socks, but you need a price as small as Josh's shorts, call Jimmy today. Jimmy's personal training. We don't guarantee number one. We expect it. So yeah, I've been feeling can a, I, little, can I, can a little out of it since, since a little lax since the draft. I might have to look into that. Yeah, it's uh, he'll he'll push you. Um, trust me, I I know. I was definitely out of breath after can, just the, can the I, first. Uh, yeah. I thought it was gonna go a different way. It was as high as Jimmy's socks and as small as Josh's shorts. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be Jimmy's cock. Uh, I think that would have been a good. Those those would have rolled right together. Well, the the sponsor writes the ad, and it's you know I, I don't think he wants to talk too bad about his <laughs> his member. That would be insulting to him. But um, anyway, we we thank you. Um, of course, we're always open to new ad ideas. Um, you can reach out to me if you have an an ad or sponsorship you want read on the podcast. Um, and we thank you all for your support. All right. Let's move into the upcoming matchups for this coming up week. So we're going to do what we did last year. Oh, what are you doing? Okay. Stop making noises, Taylor. All right. So we're going to do what we did last year. Um, each of us is going to pick two games that we're going to talk about the following week. Um. So since we didn't pick the games for week one, I'm going to go based off of who had the best predictions record last year. And unfortunately, it was Taylor. Um, Taylor is uh, being distracted. There's a bug on the wall, apparently. There is a bug on the wall. I'll, I'll make my pick and I'll take care of it. Okay, why don't you go ahead with that? So Taylor, why don't you, uh, since you had the best record, why don't you take the first matchup here? Hmm. I'm gonna go with. Let's do this one. I'm gonna go with our low scores. I'm gonna go with out the ass of Drew and masturbators with oh, Chase. Good one. Okay. This is both. All right, we're looking at it. Two underperforming quarterbacks, which were supposed to do the best week one. Two underperforming running backs. Oh, man, it's just a lot of underperforming. Got Burrow, Henry, Williams, and Burrow. All right, so, yeah, we've got two big quarterback matchups, Burrow versus Allen. Um, looking back. at You would hope uh, Burrow gets Baltimore, Allen gets Vegas. Um, so I would think Allen gets the, the yes. nod in that one. Um, looking at the running backs, Henry and Javante Williams versus Joe Mixon and David Montgomery. Um, these are both pretty rough. Mixon gets Baltimore. Um, you would think Henry against the Chargers would have a little bit better of a matchup there. Those are kind of a wash to me, especially with how Henry played last week. Um, moving to the wide yeah, receivers. Tennessee's going to be throwing the ball, trying to keep up with I the think Chargers. you're right. Um, Amon Ra versus Amon Ra and Metcalf versus Jamar Chase and hopefully Jerry Judy if he's healthy. Um, and I think Chase has a big bounce back week. So does you know Burrow, but that kind of helps. Yeah, no Marlon Humphrey to slow him down. Yeah, I'm really worried about 
though Bengal wide receivers against the beat up Ravens yeah, secondary. So uh honestly I think I just because of Chase, I will give the nod to Chase in the wide receiver department. Uh tight ends to throw it out the window. Uh flex Mike Williams versus Kirk. I'm going definitely Mike Williams. I don't think Christian Kirk is is there. I don't I don't think he's gonna do anything. So uh no. that really didn't help me decide who I'm going to choose. So I I think I have uh, even though I don't believe in Henry, I think he's still going to have a decent floor. And I actually I like Amonra and DK going against each other. Okay. Yeah, that's I and I do like Goddard a little more than Njoku, but like you said it's a wash. And then Williams though is kind of the kicker for me. I really I'm going I, I'm going Drew here because of those are good Mike arguments. Williams. I think he has a bounce. Yeah, I think he has a bounce back. Taylor, are you off the leash long enough to make a pick? Uh, yeah, I've been here, but there was a plane coming. Um, oh. I think I'm gonna go the same way with Murph, and I think it comes down to receivers as well. I think obviously Chase has Jamar Chase, um, but I think the combo of St. Brown. And Metcalf is better and then Mike Williams over Kirk. So I'm going to go Drewby. Okay, I think to play the game, but also because I think Allen will have a big bounce back game and Montgomery, Mo- Montgomery will probably score at least a touchdown. Um, and then I think Jamar Chase will have a really, really good game. And if Jamar Chase has a good game, that helps Chase more than it helps Drew, even though Drew has Burrow. So I'm going to go with Chase on this one. All right. I get the next matchup since I had the second best record. And I think I am going to pick. Don't do it. Don't do it. And there are two that are just straight up 50%. And I'm going to save them. I'm going to go with uh, Commissioner's Pet versus Repent Offenders. Um, Matt versus Cody. This was the the Sticker Bitch Championship two years ago. Um, We have Jalen Hurts versus Kirk Cousins. That's an easy pick. Uh, Tony Pollard and Ken Walker versus Eckler and Dylan. Um, Dylan is just so down for me that it makes Eckler not look Just as good. Like Calling an easy pick as well. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I am. C.D. Lamb and uh, Keenan Allen versus Devonta and D.J. Moore. Atlanta uh, versus Green Bay, we could have four running backs that have 100 yards. We don't know. But Dylan's not going to be one of them. That's all he does oh, is run it. I don't know. I, maybe, maybe they don't throw the ball at all. This is rough because I really, really want to lean Matt, and I think it's the better pick. But, like, Charlie is he's just going to find a way, you know? Especially if I don't pick him in the first week. He's going to find a way, and then he's going to gloat forever. Um, but I'm still you doing it. it. I'm, I'm picking Matt. I was, gonna, I was really going to question your sanity for a second. All right, Murph, who you got in this one? Yeah, I think Jalen Hurts goes bananas. I don't see the Jets 
putting the game out of Tony Pollard's reach. Yeah, I just, I think, and then Pickens, if if Matt wants to go that route, I just don't, I don't see Kirk Cousins against Philly. Like I said, I don't think Eckler's going to have to do much against Tennessee. If he, if, like, if he plays, they're probably going to keep him limited. I just, I think, I think uh, Matt's team has definitely got better, like, game plan on his side. All right. Taylor, what about you? Yeah, we're going to be boring. Um, other than shit Eckler, I don't see another positional advantage for Charlie. I mean, Agreed. I Matt's got him beat on everything else, so it's a clear Matt for me. I will say, though, Devonta Smith has a better matchup than CeeDee Lamb. CeeDee Lamb going up against the Jets, it, it's that's going to be a tough matchup for Dak Prescott and CeeDee yeah, Lamb. But- One's a two Diggs. and one's a one. That's where it's hard. Yeah, yeah I, I get that. At least showed, showed made a sauce gardener show some blood. That's true. If you just pepper them with targets over and over. Hey. Um, all right. Murph, you get the next matchup. Who's it going to be? Oh, I'm so excited. I, I spent so much time at the draft yelling at these two individuals. I'm just <laughs> glad I got to get them in a matchup here. I'm going I wonder the strictator and foot. Buckerson, two of my favorite people and my favorite people to argue with. Let me see here. Let me take a let me take a gander. Oh, this this matchup already looks closer than what they were thinking. Mm. Yeah, so let's break it down. We got Taylor, An- how did they ha- Anthony Richardson Taylor, versus did- Justin Herbert. Saquon Barkley and Miles Sanders versus B. John Robinson and Josh Jacobs. Jalen Waddle and Amari Cooper versus Debo Samuel and Mike Evans. Uh, Andrews, if he plays, hopefully. I'm hearing good things. Versus Fryermuth. he's going to play. And then Pittman versus Pierce. Um, I, it's all close. It is very close. Yeah, other than, other than the QB. The, yeah, I don't see how there's six points of difference here. I mean, I know the rank, the projections are that, but I don't know. Do I, I for one... Think that Houston defense is underrated, and Anthony Richardson's going to struggle coming out. Jalen Waddle scares me because I feel like Tua could play favorites here. But where I really want to go, Corbin is just the run his running backs. Like mm-hmm. I said, he, even if he plays Algier, like he still, I think he just has. It's kind of a a positional advantage. I mean, Barkley. He probably has a great bounce back opportunity against Arizona, and he could get twenty five, thirty points. But I think honestly, I think Bijan also goes off against uh, Green Bay for some reason. Like Khalil Herbert looked good, even though they lost, the Bears did. But I think Bijan goes off, and uh, I, I think this Corbin pulls the upset here. I hate to say it, I just don't think Richard. I think Richardson could have a real bad day against Houston. I, I like you don't watch the Texans. I th- yeah, I think the opposite. I, th- <laughs> I think he's going to, like, the one thing that you can do on Houston, like last year they were actually surprisingly really, really good against fantasy quarterbacks because you would just run the ball on them all the time. So okay. what is Indianapolis going to do when they don't have a running back? Run with Anthony Richardson. 
So I think Richardson's going to have I a guess really good game. He almost game. got banged up last week. You going to risk him that early? He's he's yep. got to slide. He's got, they they have probably tore into his ass about sliding. Yeah. The um, only thing, if Andrews has a crazy game, I could see Ta- I could see Taylor having an easy day. But other than that, I just I don't see Waddle having a like Waddle against New England doesn't do great things for me. Well, you got to think Belichick. What does Belichick do? He takes down your number one, he, no matter he, what yeah, it is. He'll bracket. He'll lock and it down. He'll put his number one guy. Yeah. So I, then it's Waddle that's open over the middle. Andrews did you, did is the big. You see how Brees Hall looked against looked against Buffalo. Josh Jacobs is going to go crazy. Yeah. Well. No. The no. Corbin definitely has the better running backs, but I think, I, I think Richardson is being undervalued in the projections, and I think the wide receivers, even Cooper, because Pittsburgh looked just awful last week. I know it was against the 49ers, but still, they looked pitiful. Yeah. Um, and well, Deshaun Watson didn't look great throwing the ball. Well, that's true. That was a weather game, wasn't it? It was, oh. um, but we'll see. I, I don't have much faith in Deshaun Watson at all. But anyway, uh, I think I oh, think his, so I think the wide receivers and the tight end – Take, I hope you both, sounds like you're both taking Taylor. I'm, I'm I like taking, this. I'm taking Taylor. I am taking Taylor. Woo! Let's go. About to get two on Anthony and one on Taylor. Let's go. Taylor. My, mine's going to boil down to one player, and he better fucking play. That's, That's Mark gonna Andrews. Mark, it's going to be Mark Andrews. 100%. The reason my season went to shit last year, I think five of my six losses was when Andrews was out. So if he's back and he's playing to form, as tight as this game can be, if Andrews can put up a twenty like he did when he played last year, uh, I gotta go me. Oh. Okay. I hope the game I chose is a game that gets me a game on both of y'all's. Yeah. That'd be so great. <laughs> we'll see. All right, Taylor, you get your next matchup. Oh hell, let's see. <laughs> let's see what's left. You've got. Wait, what do we? What do we got? Break it Dad, down. Got Dad chokes versus my little Tony. You've I got. And then me versus Lil Dan. And you versus Lil Dan. Oh, that's so close. Let's And who else? Oh, and Henson versus Cody. So it says it should be one more. Henson versus Cody is the other one. Henson Henson and Cody and Murph and Dan are both 50-50 in the projections. Yeah, I think those are – they're projected to be the best matchups, which means they definitely won't. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) That's how it works. Um, then I'm going to do dad jokes. Let's go the opposite. I'll leave you all the two close ones. Let's do my little Tony with oh, Josh. I can't pick myself, and so. dad jokes with Anthony. Projection of 99 for Josh at the moment. And Anthony with 110. Everybody's got their players in, so that should be relatively accurate. Anthony, break it down for us. Okay, so here we go. We've got Patrick Mahomes versus Tua Tagovailoa. Much closer than the projections uh, would would look like uh, McCaffrey and Madison versus Najee Harris and Ramondre Stevenson. T. Higgins and Calvin Ridley versus Justin Jefferson and Chris Olave. Uh, Kyle Pitts versus Higby. And then in the flex for now, we have Christian Watson versus Jahan Dotson. Honestly, I, I obviously I looked at this matchup more than anybody else's because it's mine. This is my nightmare of a matchup because you have one, two, three, four, five, six, six of Josh's players playing in the three o'clock or Monday or Sunday night or Monday night games. Yeah. And 
almost all of mine are going to be done before noon, are going to be done at the <laughs> noon games. So this the is literally the wait. matchup of, oh my God, did I score enough points? I have to watch all of the late games and just watch points continuously score up and, and catch whatever total I might have had. Um, I hate that kind of game. And honestly, it's, it's, it's closer to me than the projections uh, would say. But y'all, y'all pick the game first. Uh, honestly, ahead, that, as yeah, as we worked it down, I was like, "Oh, Anthony's got the big advantage." But once we got to the receivers with Jefferson and Olave, I mean, that's, that's a ex- yeah. solid fucking pair. So, shit, I gotta. All right, I'm passing back to you, Murph, because now I gotta think back. Well, that's very convenient because those are literally <laughs> the exact words I was gonna open with. I was gonna be like, "I was really loving Anthony's team." But then you get right past the running backs, and you're like, ooh, ooh, oh, goodness. But Tua is playing New England, which Sunday night, like no telling what New England's going to weather up there is going to be like. So, and then Najee and Ramondre against McCaffrey and Madison, it's, I don't know, Higgins, I mean, like I said, I'm scared of the Bengals receivers playing the Ravens uh, banged-up secondary already. It seems like Ridley's the guy, and I bet Jacksonville's going to have to throw against KC. I mean, don't get me wrong, Jefferson and Olave are scary, and I don't want to go with the projections, but I, even with the Jefferson and Olave, I think I've got to go with Anthony here. Hmm. I hate to do it because I love Josh's team, but I, you know, I Cleveland against Pittsburgh after what they just did to Joe Burrow. Eek. Mine, mine feels wrong, but I'm going to do the opposite. I'm going to go Josh, and the reason is strictly going to be Jefferson. I think Jefferson's going to carry this, and it's going to be a close game. But it's going to be 20 to 30 from Jefferson to put him over the top. Because I think Anthony has the better team, but I think that receiver core is what's going to do it. And I am um, going to be okay with dropping another game to Murph, if or a matchup to Murph, if this means – I'm picking Josh because this is literally my nightmare matchup of my entire team is done, and now I just have to watch – his team. I'm sweeping the week. Yeah, that's fine. And and (laughs) at least this way, if I lose the matchup, I have a little bit of, you know, condolence. Um, But I just, honestly, I feel like Tua will go off again. Um, Ramondre will run all over Miami because that's what the Chargers did. And Jefferson is going to go for 40 points against Philly on Thursday. And I get to stare at that for like three days. So, um, yeah, just a nightmare scenario. All right, uh, my turn. So all that's left is Murphy's Law versus Little Dan Henson versus Cody. I am going to go with uh, – I'm going to go Murphy's Law versus Little Dan. Um, As you should. Yeah, I, I feel like this is a good one to look it's at. It's the so best let's, matchup of Let's the break it down. Lamar Jackson versus Justin Fields. Those are scary. They're, they're, they're very similar players. Um, obviously, Fields is much worse as a passer. Um, Aaron Jones and James Cook versus Nick Chubb and Brees Hall. Uh, Stephon Diggs and Devontae Adams versus A.J. Brown and Garrett Wilson. 
Darren Waller versus Kittle. And then in the flex, Cam Akers versus DeAndre Swift. Um, I think... I think Lil Dan has the best player in the matchup uh, in Nick Chubb going up against Pittsburgh on Monday night. But I think Murph has the better overall team uh, with Jackson Jones, as long as he's not hurt. Cook got a lot of work, and he should be able to run on Vegas. Diggs will definitely go off against Vegas because he hates them. Um, God, I love this team, boys. Uh, Waller should have a bounce back against Arizona as long as he plays. And we'll see if Akers – Akers is the tough one because he's going up against Seattle or uh, San Francisco. That's a tough matchup. I may swap him out. Who yeah. Knows? I don't know who you would feel comfortable swapping him out with. Maybe Sutton I, if Judy doesn't play. I like Sutton. And I've heard I've heard England, you know, Justice Hill gets a lot of work. He did get a lot of that goal line goal line work um i liked little dan's team Brees hall looked good but he's going up against dallas that is not gonna look pretty um aj brown aj brown will have a should have a good game um against minnesota on thursday garrett wilson is the one you had such high hopes for him and i just i just downgrade him so much now um and deandre swift it's like shrug shoulders. Like I know Gainwell's out, so he should get the majority of the work, but you never know. And and Lil yeah, Dan has and he a can lot. Come in and get eighty five percent. Yeah, Lil Dan has a lot working against him. You know, he's got AJ Brown and DeAndre Swift on the same team working against each other, and you got Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson doing the same thing. So it's well, kind of hard when the players are taking points digs. away from you. Yeah, you do have Cook and Diggs. I saw that. Um, but I think Diggs makes up for – Diggs I was scores really way more points with, and makes up for what, you know, Cook will do. Yeah, and I'm happy with Dig- with Cook getting – he got like three – he got like three targets, four targets. I like that. Yeah. I'm, so, he got I'm – st- I'm stoked. I'm stoked about this team, guys. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm taking Murph in this matchup. Taylor? I think you broke it down well, so I'm just going to simply say I'm going to go Murph as well. I don't like either kind of flex position. Yeah. I guess pending game well with Swift, but I don't love the acres, and the game was there, Swift is garbage. Um, and if Penny's back, I think Swift is garbage. But beyond those two, yeah. I think Murph Acres against San Francisco is gross. Uh, yeah, Acres against San Francisco is nasty. All right, Murph, you taking yeah, yourself? I am taking myself. It's because Wilson's against Dallas, and even though Casey Hayward is out for Pittsburgh, I still don't like. I think Pittsburgh, if they're smart, they're going to make Deshaun throw the ball, and hope to God he looks like shit again. Yep. All right. So then, Murph, you get the last matchup of Henson's Carpet Stains versus Hard R. So oh, joy. Let's break it down, and then I'll throw it to you. So we've got Trevor Lawrence versus Deshaun Watson. Uh, Travis Etienne and Jamar, Jameer Gibbs versus uh, Deonta Foreman and Brian Robinson. Uh, Tyler Lockett and Drake London versus Tyreek Hill and Hopkins. Uh, Ingram versus Kelsey, potentially. Zay Flowers versus Brandon Cooks. All right, take it away, Murph. 
Oh, I, I really want to pull for Justin in this simply because of what I said about Deshaun Watson. But Hill and Kelsey, because I think he's going to play. And I also truly believe in Jameer Gibbs and ATN. But wow, after you you read those off, I'm um, I'm having a serious crisis of self over here. This is a tough one. Yeah, I'd say yeah. that to me, but I kind of have the same thought as Murph. I was like, oh, it's clearly going to be Henson, but right. Shit, I mean, you got to Hill and Hopkins. I was like, well, and Kelsey. I'm like Kelsey. It changes things. When I feel better about Zay Flowers than I do Drake London, that's not good. <laughs> Yeah, this is, uh, this is and gross. Hopkins against uh, the Chargers, like, whoo, that could be that could be points. I don't, I don't like Foreman and Robinson though are are really not not exciting. He has no running backs. So he be could clear. go Zach Moss against Houston, who should start for Indy. Yes, he should. But that's not much God, better. I'd play. I think I'd play Michael Thomas over Drake London. Yeah, yeah I, he, I he goose egged right, London or Gabe yeah. Davis actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, Gabe Davis. Just till I know what that offense is going to look like, and I'm kind of kind of basing on that him getting Drake London out of his lineup. I. God, Kelsey is so Kelsey and Hill are terrifying. Yeah, I'm gonna I gotta go with my initial instinct here. I gotta say Hill can't have that big of a game. And yes, Kelsey could have a huge game, but I do like Henson's team more. There's so many players he has that I believe in. I gotta I gotta do that. Taylor. Pause. I got a loud truck. Pause. Uh, I will talk. I that is a very loud truck. Um, I agree with everything you said, Murph. I <laughs> except for the last bit. <laughs> I believe in all of the things. I, I think Henson has the better team, and every time we go against Cody, Cody wins. For that reason alone, <sighs> I'm picking Cody. I you have. You have played these picks like the way this league goes, and that's probably the smarter way to play them. I can't use logic anymore. Logic gets me nowhere. (laughs) You're a broken man. (laughs) I mean, this could very well, like, Kelsey could be out again. But then again, we looked at last week, Kelsey was out, and Cody still put up the second most points in the league. I think Kelsey and Andrews were both the same thing. If they needed to play, they would have played. They're fine. Well... But I see. I get what you're saying. So, all right, Taylor, your turn. I'm Maybe they, go. if they're winning, they keep him, keep him back a few plays or something. I, I know I should pick Henson. I know I want to pick Cody, just because yeah, the whole bullshit is he's gonna find a way to win. <laughs> but yeah, I gotta go on just the overall better team beyond the two talents that Cody has, and I think. They're going to do their thing, and it's going to be close, but I think the overall better team will win. I'm going to go Henson. Oh, man, I feel bad. I okay. feel bad about my pick now. It's it's Taylor's okay. flex spot all over again. <laughs> all right. Taylor has not gone against either of us 
uh, Taylor has not gone like out on a limb on his own in any of the matchups. You and I have definitely. Um, so this should be an interesting first week here. Um, all right, let's. I gotta move. make up some ground. Yeah, well, we're starting. No, we, we start. We're starting, we're starting over, over fresh for this, but we'll keep it all over. I'll try to keep a, a, a overall total. I, I know, believe in you. Do but. we want to open up? Which I guess we can have a chat after the podcast. But you players, do y'all want to jump in on predictions? And then do y'all want to do like a ten dollar money pot for end of the year and make it more interesting? If we could get people guys. to submit predictions, yeah. It, yeah. Exactly. If you, if you pay and you don't submit, you're out. Yeah, there'll be a – we can maybe have point. more leeway this week just because it's Wednesday and we're starting. But we need probably, let's say, picks in by Thursday morning before kickoff. Let's see who kickoff. listens and who actually <laughs> – because, I mean, we're like well over an hour into this thing. So All of them oh, yeah. other truckers listen to it. Yeah, we'll see. All right, we're going to move into uh, one of our final segments. We're going to look at the waivers and the trades of the week. So, Taylor, why don't you go ahead and take it away? All right. So, obviously, this week's a little trickier because week one, um, we don't have any results. Usually, we do this after we have the week's game, so we can kind of see how it plays out. So, we're kind of guessing and just looking at uh, how much money is spent. So, bigger spenders, first big spend of the season – um, myself, I paid $12 for Michael Pittman after Cody so graciously dropped him. So um, stupid. So sick. We have an IR spot. We'll get to losers. Shut up. We'll get to losers. It's coming. But surprisingly, there were no other bids. That shocked the hell out of me. I wouldn't have spent $12, but that was big money there. Um, and then after the actual week was played, our biggest spender by far and none, um, Mr. Henson, Spent, well, it's easy math at this point, 37% of his season budget for Mr. Gainwell and Michael Thomas in week one. So, heavy spend for players that we'll see how they turn out. And then, our, I guess, our third biggest spenders, Anthony and Chase, each spent $13 for a new running back in week one, which is kind of reasonable because you're going to spend more money up front, especially for Chase because he lost his boy. Yes. Um, it's hard to break winners and losers out of that, again, because we don't have results. But the best winners we can guess at this point, I will call myself a winner. Ah, just because of... Yeah. No one else oh, will. Oh, oh, oh yeah. I, you should, <laughs> considering Pittman did put up, what, 16, 19 points? Yeah, how'd that help my, you this week? On my bench, fuck off. It's week <laughs> one. I didn't trust him. But I looked at him. It was an eighth-round pick. Available on waivers week one. He is a wide receiver one for a granted rookie quarterback. You don't know how he's going to perform. It's fucking gold. And I'm amazed that nobody else even attempted to get him. I was drooling over him. So we'll see how it turns out, but I'm fucking ecstatic. So fuck off all of you. Um, Other than that, there were, I think, four good possible running backs claimed this week. We got Gainwell, Callie Williams, Edwards, um, Three of them kind of moving up from the injury bug. Gainwell caught on the other end and kind of injured. But uh, there could be some possible big, I'm going to say game-changing plays going forward. But we can't really call them winners yet until we get some results. Uh, Losers, then we can debate this. I talked myself well on Pittman. I'll say possibly poor on Gainwell. I don't think it's going to do great. I did dump him for Pittman. I think it's going to be worth it. Penny didn't even play this week. He's hurt. 
this week. I don't think it's going to be a big play going forward. I'm telling myself that to feel better. And then the the obvious loser, Cody, gave up Michael Pittman because Kelsey was hurt and he needed a tight end. Michael Pittman is on 90%, 90-plus. 90 I think it was 93% of teams. He kept. Who did he keep? It was the, the shitty old receiver on Back Detroit. No, no, no. no. Oh, um, the old guy on Detroit. Oh, Marvin Jones? Marvin Jones. Kept Marvin Jones. Oh, Marvin that's, Jones that's is pathetic. on 5% of rosters. Dumped a 93, kept a 5. Um, and then what makes it even worse is if he would have waited like two more hours, uh, Kelsey would have been in the IR spot and he didn't have to dump anyone. So I thank him for okay. getting Did Pittman. You, and you talked to him sure. about that? And that's what uh, he meant to do? He said he was on a phone call and had like 10 things going on, so he had to make a decision at 5 o'clock because there was a 7.30 game. Makes no sense to me. But he's sticking by his story, and I don't buy it. Yeah, well, his loss is apparently your gain. So yes. uh, I guess we'll see on that one. All right, yeah, uh, kind of shorter on this one because it's it's obviously the first week, so we don't really know. What's going to pan out? Um, we're going to move on to our last segment here, and this is brand new for um, all of us. We did a best ball league, um, and we already, you know, we had the draft and everything. And, and this one, we don't have to touch the rosters or anything. They just put the best players in for you. Uh, Murph, why don't you break down how week one went for us? Well, in the best ball league where you don't have to mess with it at all, I'm not going to mess with it at all. The winners this week were uh, Team Spades beat Murphy's Law 114 to 100. Team Best Balls or Meatballs beat beat Cody's team 105 to 99. Josh's team beat Refreshing Depression 104 to 62. Chuck Nasty uh, lost to Best Balls Out the Ass 101 to 88. Pull Out Champ, the high scorer of the week. God damn it, Taylor. Uh, beat Chase's <laughs> Masturbators BB 103 to 108. And Henson's Mud Butts lost to Team Foot Buckerson 125 to, uh, one, or 125 to 103. Yeah, so obviously it's not much you can say about the best ball. We'll just kind of update the standings as it goes because you can't really do anything. I'm just going to point out I think it's hilarious that Britt lost with 62 points in a best <laughs> oh ball God. league because that, that blows is my mind. pathetic. Yes. He had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven zeros on his bench and Kadarius yeah. Tony with .5. Okay, I just but, looked at it before we did this, and that I honestly I was dumbstruck. Yeah, just, did he did he draft? Because I was thinking that too. Did he actually draft, or was that like auto? He pick? half draft and half auto draft. Okay. He was he was in for most of it, I think. Right, Murph? You were with him. I sort of. Yes, he yeah, he, we were we were at the pool drafting. I'm not gonna lie, we weren't in the best state of mind, but pool hey. drafting. <laughs> so anyway, I just I find that I totally forgot about that super until this hilarious. Moment. Yeah. We drafted we uh I drafted in the pool. All right. Well on that note Brit- Yeah. Never never drink and draft. Actually we always drink a draft. That was <laughs> stupid. <laughs> piece of advice anyway always um all right well that'll do it thank you taylor thank you murph first episode 
of the year in the books. Uh, want to remind everybody that you can listen to us anywhere you can find podcasts for the most part. Um, and if you want to donate to the podcast to help us out, if you have an ad idea, um, you can reach out to me and I'll be uh, happy to help you with that. So for Taylor, for Murph, I'm Anthony. Uh, thank you all for logging in. Thank you.